The following is a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors, or affiliates. The following is a pre recorded show. Get ready, Baltimore. It's time for some super slams and beatdowns. We've got the cheap shots and the clean finishes. Watch out for the chair. Oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> This is Top of the Road, your Monday night wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, here's the enforcer, Baltimore's own, Kill Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure, and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio, the penultimate week before WrestleMania week is about to get going. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of storyline type stuff. I have so much I need to get to. This is going to be one of those weeks where I wish I had two hours instead of one. But nevertheless, so much I need to get to. Also, just to let you guys know, I haven't really formally said this yet, but this is going to be one of my last shows on CBS radio. My last show on CBS radio is going to be the April 12th show, which is the review of WrestleMania. Because I felt like that was a good place to go out on. But anyway, to get into this directly, first, I'm going to go over a show that happened last Friday, which was technically my local promotion, Ring of Honor. They had their 19th anniversary pay-per-view which was a fantastic show, as Ring of Honor pay-per-views always are. The only little quip I have about that is they go a little bit long, and they start at 9 p.m. So sometimes you're watching until about 1 o'clock in the morning. But nevertheless, if I've stayed up for New Japan events that start at 3, p- that start at 3 a.m. in the morning, okay. <laughs> I, I, I guess I shouldn't complain too much. Well, first of all, we have uh, Maria Canellis came out at one point. Or, I'm sorry, Maria Canellis Bennett, to be more correct. Uh, Mike Bennett's wife, Maria from WWE. You guys know who she is. She announced that she is now on the board of directors for Ring of Honor. And she came out to talk about the women's division and how they're going to have this massive tournament to crown a new women's champion. Because their last women's champion, Kelly Klein, left the company after some pretty serious allegations of abuse and, and things of that nature. It was a little bit ago, but nevertheless, it's still the reason. And Women of Honor has effectively not existed since that has happened. So now they're going to come back in fine style with a gigantic tournament. And not only that, but Angelina Love and uh, Mandy Leone came out, who are called Allure these days, and they wanted a match in the tournament because they deserve it. So... Maria gave her a match against Quinn McKay, who has been doing backstage stuff, interview stuff, effectively being a desk woman. And Quinn is going to be back in the ring on Ring of Honor TV. I don't know if it's going to be Ring of Honor TV that just happened, because I know Ring of Honor technically comes out on Friday, but I don't see it until tonight. In fact, as soon as the show is over, 
is when I will be watching Ring of Honor because I watch it on Fight TV when they run their replay at 7 p.m. So I don't know if if it's when it happens or not, but that was one of the key events there. Then on the first hour of it, what they called Hour 1, the pre-show, they had a four-corner survival match where Dan Housen took on Brian Johnson, LSG, and Eli Isom, and Brian Johnson got the win in classic heel fashion. He continued to talk his trash, and he's trying to work his way up. And I think that is the sign right there. That's the capitulation of the modern wrestling philosophy, was that four-corner match. Why? Dan Housen is a very excessive character. He basically speaks his own language. He has the face paint. He's a weird kind of old-school sort of carnival circus-type character who does a lot of weird stuff. Eli Isom is the classic up-and-coming prospect that we see all over NXT and Ring of Honor these days. LSG is a modified luchador who has modernized his game, more or less. But Brian Johnson is a classic half-brawler guy in single-colored trunks who doesn't have much of a gimmick and a very boring conventional name. Yet he's the one who went over. To me, that's the modern wrestling right there. The really eccentric guy who everybody wants to see do wild stuff, he doesn't go over. The luchador who can do a million different high-flying deals, a lot of dives, a lot of flips, things of that nature, keep your attention very easily. He doesn't go over. And the young up-and-coming prospect who's been fighting his way up the ranks in Ring of Honor, who just re-signed a new contract with them because he wants to keep climbing that ladder as opposed to going somewhere else for a bigger check with fewer TV appearances, he doesn't go over. But who goes over? The, The white guy in trunks who's named Brian Johnson who has the least exciting style of anyone in the ring. I feel like this was a mistake. I know he's a decent talker. I know he's a good heel. But pretty much anyone else would have been a better pick in that match. Then we had the Ring of Honor six-man tag team championships were defended. Shane Taylor Promotions, which is Shane Taylor and the Sons of Savagery, took on Mexis Squad. Not only did Shane Taylor Promotions defend in a great match, I gave it an 8 out of 10, but Mexis Squad effectively split apart And they said, hey, let's settle this by wrestling later in the night. They did wrestle later in the night. That match was a 9 out of 10, mostly because of Bandito. Man, if Bandito went to WWE, just I don't know how you would book him storyline-wise, and I don't really think it would matter. All you would have to do is let him keep the same gimmick and wrestle his way. He will make you money. That's I think Bandito was one of the best going in Ring of Honor today. But Nexus Squad had a triple threat match against each other later in the night. And Bandito won, and they tried to sort of kiss and make up, for lack of a better term. And they didn't. They didn't. You saw Flamita walked away, and he basically said, no more Mexa squad. So I don't know if it's over or not, but it looks like there's a lot of division within Mexa squad. Then we go on to the main card. Dalton Castle faced Josh Woods. Josh Woods lost the match because he took a chair shot to the head, courtesy of his former partner, Silas Young. Silas promoted after the match, after Castle got the win because of the chair shot. By the way, uh, eight and a half out of ten match, very well wrestled. But Silas said, you know, no matter what I taught you, you never listened. It never came to fruition. So now i got to show you how to be a real man. So we're going to get Josh Woods versus Silas Young. Mark Briscoe faced Flip Gordon. Flip got the win. Solid match. 8 out of 10. Fun to watch. Two ROH classics. I can dig it. Then we had the unsanctioned match, which was a cinematic match 
between Vinny Marsalia and Matt Taven. They did it in some little theater that they set up a ring in, and it was it was very well done. And then some giant guy shows up and shoves both of them off the balcony of the theater, going through a couple tables. Then the guy walks over, looks at Taven, walks away, looks at Vinny, and then picks up Vinny and sort of rescues him and walks away. And we have no idea who this guy is or what the plan is going to be. But that's what happened. It was a 9 out of 10 match. I, I highly recommend it. wasn't really a match. It was just a brawl in a random gym. But it's worth your time. Then we had a grudge match, EC3 versus Jay Briscoe. Jay Briscoe got the win. I love these kind of matches. Very slow, very deliberate, very old school, a lot of trash talking. EC3 was laughing while he was getting beat down. And then right before Jay finished him, EC3 looked up from his knees and, sh- and offered Jay his hand. And he shook hands with him. And then Jay hit the Jay driller and finished him. And then they shook hands afterwards. And it was basically EC3 attempting to free Jay Briscoe of all of his mental baggage because his gimmick is control your narrative, be who you want to be. And I think that's why he had to take the L because if your gimmick is control your narrative and you win, then it's, Oh, okay. So his gimmick will be control your narrative until he loses. Then he'll change his narrative. But if it's control your narrative and you lose, now you have to back up that gimmick. And I'm very curious how that's going to go. Nine out of 10 match though. Definitely worth your time. Then we had the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Jonathan Gresham versus Dak Draper. Gresham successfully retained. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Very well wrestled. Dak Draper did awesome. It was a fun match to watch. But, of course, Gresham got by with a little bit of cheating while the ref wasn't looking, uh, as does the foundation. Then we had the World Tag Team Championships, where Tracy Williams and Rhett Titus, also from the foundation, much like Jonathan Gresham, took on Kenny King... And, uh, best, uh, and, uh, bestia del ring for those championships. And then Tracy Williams and Rhett Titus won the tag team titles. It was a seven and a half out of ten match. It was all right. But also earlier in the night, Tracy Williams, uh, Tracy Williams and Kenny King had already wrestled each other for the Ring of Honor television championship. And I think that's why it went shorter and there wasn't all that much happening. But after the match happened, poor Amy Rose, who has been coming out with uh, with LFI, got taken out by Bestia and Kenny King. So she's gone because they lost a lot of gold. Kenny King lost the television championship, which wasn't his. He was wrestling as a replacement of Dragon Lee, who had to get surgery because his eardrum burst. Best wishes to him. And... He lost it to Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, which is what opened the show. 8 out of 10 match. Good one. New champ there. New tag team champions in the foundation. Jonathan Gresham defended his pure title. So then we get to the main event. Jay Lethal versus Roosh for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Well, Roosh successfully retained, thanks to a little bit of help from LFI. And a big brawl broke out because Brody King showed up with Tony Deppen. Homicide and Chris Dickinson as another big four-man group, and they took out both the Foundation and LFI. So now there's another big group in Ring of Honor scheduled to stake their claim. Faction Warfare is at its height in Ring of Honor. I I like where Ring of Honor is going right now. It's a very classic type style, but here's the reason why I like it. I'm not going to say it's a better product than AEW. 
but I like it better than AEW because the promos are pretty basic, but they have enough creativity in them that it leads me to keep watching. AEW promos, other than MJF and potentially Chris Jericho, have and, and Britt Baker, have such little creativity. It's just, I'm a fight you because I'm, I'm a fight you. And like, that's it. And it's really, it doesn't really work. A QT Marshall last week on Dynamite trying to talk was painful. Uh, it was tough for me to get through. But anyway, I'll get to that later in the show in more detail. NWA Power has made its return to fight TV as opposed to YouTube. So good for them. They're getting paid to put their show on. I subscribe for $5 a month for NWA Power, and it is worth it. I loved NWA Power before. Their back for the attack pay-per-view was a pretty good show. Uh, I loved the main event. It was a big tribute to Josephus slash the question mark who unfortunately and unexpectedly passed away not too long ago. And I love the constant tribute that will be there because the set of NWA is the classic studio set with the ring in it and the crowd and the desk that they do interviews at and then the desk, the, the, the commentary desk. And they have a bunch of international flags hanging in, in, the, in the place, you know, the U.S., Italy, things like that. And one of the flags is the flag of Mongrovia, which is the fictional country that the question mark was from. And I like how it's going to be up there and stay up there. And I think that's that's pretty awesome. But when it comes to NWA Power, while well, Strictly Business came out, gave themselves a good promo, then Camille faced Alex Gracia, who you normally see on AEW. She got a pretty good win. Pope came out and promoed. Austin Idol interrupted him with Tyrus. Then we had a number one contenders match for Pope's TV title, where Matt Cross took on Fred Rosser. You might know him as Darren Young from WWE. And uh, f for that... And then for, and then he took on a young man named Rocket. I believe that's, uh, that's, that's March Rocket or something like that. I'm sorry. It's, uh, I can't read my own handwriting. I apologize. But Fred Rosser got the win. Seven and a half out of ten match. Pretty, pretty solid enough. Then Slice Boogie cut a promo. Brooklyn's finest as he put himself. Then Mike Perro made his return and beat up Jordan Clearwater in a very dominating performance. A good first look for him. Then Molina made an offer to work with Thunder Rosa. And she didn't really accept it or deny it. They just kind of stared at each other. And they, end, and they ended the interview to keep it going until next week, I assume. Then uh, Aaron Stevens and Kratos, the tag team champions, teamed up with the TV champion Pope to take on the masterpiece Chris Adonis, Tom Latimer, and Nick Aldis, which was an interesting call because Nick Aldis said that what Chris Adonis did at Back for the Attack was despicable and they wouldn't and they would never support that kind of thing but then here they are teaming with them in such a great classic heel move and strictly business and adonis get the win and that's how they finish things out with the champion rightfully establishing himself on top now i did see a couple people on twitter say well why wouldn't you take a different angle i'll tell you why you haven't been on tv in forever and your comeback was a pay-per-view that doesn't allow storyline so what do you do on your first night of storyline? You have to reestablish why your champion is the champion. He's the guy who's in my introduction, the real world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. I still consider him that. I still think he is, as far as promo ability, wrestling ability, pretty much everything, he is the model of a champion. Right now, it's either him or Bobby Lashley, as far as current title holders. They are the models of a champion. You could argue Roman Reigns as well. But they are the model of a champion right now. And that's, I'm just saying, 
right now, that's my, th those are my, those are my particular deals. Uh, the last thing I'll bring up here, uh, in, in the first segment is that Impact Wrestling is moving back to Thursday nights. Good call. Don't compete with NWA. Don't compete with AEW Dark, despite the fact that they're on at different times than you are. But there's no more overlap with Dark. No more fighting with NWA. Don't have to worry about oversaturation with wrestling. Plus, with the NXT, with NXT more than likely moving to a different night. Cause that's all but certified. It would be a very smart call for Impact to go back to the night that everyone remembers, which is effectively a wrestling free night outside of NXT UK, but that goes on at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So there is no competition whatsoever. Also, it makes it easier for guys like me. You have to watch all the shows and keep track of them. So thank you. I appreciate that, Impact Wrestling. You have a good product right now. Please keep it up as best you can. When I come back, I have more on AEW. That is the central focus of the next segment. What's going on? What their feuds are? How is it going to go? How is it going to turn out? I got a lot to say, man. Stick around. It's going to be fun. Do one thing to protect the environment. It all starts with just one thing. March is a great time to start gardening outside. Chemical fertilizers and pesticides can make it into local waterways, rivers, and the ocean. Keep use of these to a minimum, and instead, make your own fertilizer by composting things like grass clippings, kitchen scraps, and coffee grounds. And use natural pesticides like garlic, chili pepper, and eucalyptus oil. It all starts with one thing. Find tips and more at OneThingUS.com. What's your one thing? Love sports? Love culture? Well, I've got a brand new podcast called Take Line from Crooked Media, hosted by me, Jason Concepcion, and two-time WNBA champion Renee Montgomery. From the games to the players to the issues happening both on and off the court, we'll be tackling the important political and social issues happening in sports head-on. New episodes drop every Tuesday, so follow and subscribe on Radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jason Lock and Fora here. We started with Progress just over a year ago, and we should win an award for Comeback Lawn of the Year. So green, so lush, Progress did what the other guys could not. Progress is certified, reliable technicians know what's best for your lawn, too. And right now's the time to prevent crabgrass and fertilize for that spring growth. Save the hassle, leave it to the pros. Take it from me, having a beautiful lawn has never been easier. Call Progress today or visit ProgressLawnCare.com. If you or a loved one is gambling as a way to escape problems, it may be time to rethink. Because if you think that gambling is the solution, then maybe it's the problem. Problem gambling is an addiction, but there is help available. It's free, confidential, and it works. All you have to do is reach out. Maryland offers free help. Just call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. We are here to help. We are the Maryland Department of Health. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. To keep surfaces sanitized all day, use Microband 24 Sanitizing Spray. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% .9 of viruses and bacteria initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Once dry, Microband 24 Sanitizing Spray is effective for 24 hours on bacteria when used as directed. Thank you for calling Navy Federal Credit Union. How can I help you? Hi, if I'm in the Army, not in the Navy, am I still eligible for membership? Yes, you are. What about my sister in the Air Force? Her too. And my dad's a Marine. We serve all branches of the military, veterans, and their families. 
My dog is a retired military working dog. I'll see what I can do. Find out if you're eligible at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? Yeah, one second I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face to face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess, Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? That means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey Smokey said. I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh yeah, seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. Baltimore's only radio station that covers national sports 24-7, 365 days a year. Baltimore CBS Sports Radio 1300. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Every Monday night from 6 to 7, it's the top of the rope wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, once again... Here's the enforcer, Kill Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, in the week before WrestleMania week, I'm going to get to the preview stuff as the show goes on, don't you worry. But now i got to get to AEW and what's going on with them. Why? Because as far as I know, they are not running an event that's anything special during Mania Week. They're just going to have a regular episode of Dynamite and do what they can. Do I agree with that sentiment? No. 
I don't. I do not fall into this cultish fan type mentality. Now, I don't mean to put that many of you down, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> All right. Here's what I mean by this. The fact that they're not doing a pay-per-view event during Mania Week is a mistake. I realize that Mania is only going to be at 25% capacity at, 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 at the Buccaneer Stadium. I understand that. It is not regular Mania Week where everyone shows up for the whole week and wrestling takes over a city and WWE does all their events at the major arena and then Mania at the football field while Ring of Honor finds a building somewhere in the vicinity and all this. But AEW was having a live crowd, but it's, it's in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's a couple hours away from Tampa. I've made that drive a couple times myself. It's, it's not a short trip. And they're not going to have enough to draw people away. Because if people really want to spend their money on this, you have to have something bigger and better than you already do. But anyway, let's talk about what AEW is doing right now these days. First of all, uh, Cage is uh, Christian Cage is going to open up his feud with Frankie Kazarian. That's not a bad call. I don't mind it. Two veterans going at it. Buddies saying, hey, let's you know jump in the ring for a little bit. See what we still got left and everything. And Christian has been okay, but I feel like he is being held back. The way he's talking, the way he, his body language, it looks like he's not doing what he wants to do or he's not being allowed. Now, I would believe he's not doing what he wants to do because he wants to make sure he hangs around as long as he can. Because AEW, and to my belief, they do not seem like the type of promotion that'll walk up to a talent and go, don't do that. It's, they seem like they're not that type of crowd. So I don't know why he's being like this, but it seems like he's not being what he should be. Then Lance Archer called out Sting. Okay, I don't have a problem with the Archer versus Sting rivalry because it's eventually going to lead to some sort of unsanctioned, no DQ, more than likely cinematic match where Sting can be completely healthy, but look like he looks like he gets destroyed. So I don't have an issue with that. It's just, this isn't about Sting. Sting can do whatever he wants. He's got unlimited political capital in wrestling. He's a legend of the business. I'm glad to see him. I just hope he doesn't get hurt. Full stop. When it comes to Lance Archer, this is what he is. In AEW, no champions yet, getting followed around by Jake the Snake, calling out guys in their 60s, basically, taking losses to Darby Allen. And I mean, I, I'm sorry, but if I were Lance Archer's agent, I would say Japan looks pretty good, don't it? I just, I, I'm sorry. Would he have ever been the biggest star in Japan? No, but would he have been the big foreign monster? Yes, a hundred percent. And he could have made good money doing it and had a great run at things. I, I, I don't understand. He, he's been wasted in AEW. Lance Archer is a top talent now. He has turned himself into a top talent. When he first showed up in WWE as Vance Archer, he was just a giant guy and nothing really came to be. Now he's the real deal and they're not using him correctly. They just think, oh, they're going to stroll him out. They play the theme song. Everybody dies. And everyone just gets so terrified of him that it works. It doesn't. You need to do something with him. Then we have Team Taz in disarray. 
First of all, I don't like Team Taz. I don't like the concept. It's cool that his son is with him. I think Ricky Starks is better off in NWA. I think Brian Cage is overrated. And yes, I saw how he wrestled and how he promoted in TNA. He's a very impressive strongman type wrestler who cuts a decent promo, who really knows how to act in front of the camera. I'll absolutely give him all of that. But as far as a top tier talent, I don't see it. And then other than that, Powerhouse Hobbs is one of these blue chipper prospects that they put next to Taz in an attempt to elevate him when realistically he should be tagging with Apollo Crews on SmackDown taking over that division. But anyway, but anyway, Brian Cage apparently is not on the same page with the rest of Team Taz. They said he apologized. He had a look on his face like he didn't. And they're like, yeah, we're on the same page, whatever. It, it's kind of a weird thing. I don't, I don't like that AEW has factions and friends that start to go against each other and it doesn't break down into fist fights. I, I don't like, now maybe it's because I'm used to it, but it's just, you're really going to have professional wrestlers stare at each other, talk a bunch of trash and walk away without any physical contact. Really? No, because there's another segment on Dynamite that got me even more angry. And I know this is me just complaining. I get it. I get it. But I'm sorry. I, I can't help it with AEW. I can't because the way this company came up and that surge of fans that followed them before any hardcore evidence was shown. Okay, here, here, I'll give you some proof of it. I'll tell you a little story real quick. I went to see Dolph Ziggler do stand-up comedy out by where I live. He had a gig at a, at a comedy joint out by where I live. And it was funny. It was a great show. He did a little Q&A afterwards. I got to take a picture with him. <laughs> it, was, it was right when his contract was up and people didn't know if he was going to leave. And after I took a picture, I shook his hand and I said, hey, man, don't go to AEW. They, you're, you're fine where you're at. And he just goes, we'll see. Was, okay. You know, he read the script. That's what everybody should do. But there were multiple people in that theater. And this was before AEW was even on TV. This was before the launch. And there were people with AEW jackets and gear. And they were, and, and somebody said, one of the questions was AEW confirmed. And everyone was like, yeah, AEW. And I'm, and I'm sitting here like, they haven't even gone on the air yet. How, wh why do you have merchandise? Why are you this excited? Why are you excited for this? Like, you don't know if it's going to be any good. At least wait to see if it doesn't suck first. And it got hyped up so bad. And then I watched it and their, their first impression was solid enough. But it didn't take too long before me to just go, yeah, this is WWE light, and it's not any good, okay? <laughs> this is like if your favorite beer comes out with a light beer, and you don't like the light version of it. That's all. I, I, I don't understand it. I just don't. So that's why I, I do this every show, because I think their their product is faulty in a lot of cases. But anyway, then Kenny Omega... He basically broke up with the Young Bucks. I thought that segment was absolutely pathetic. He came out, they attacked people, the Bucks came out to make the save, they were going back and forth, he asked them to throw up the two sweet, and the Bucks stormed off. And he was like, that's it, we're done. I'm like, really? This is how you're going to end it? It looks like they just broke up from a two-year relationship. No fists were thrown, no physicality. You're just going to yell at each other and then say, that's it, we're done. Really? You're the world champion. And you're just going to let him walk away and not hit anybody? 
I mean, look, I, I know the Bucks kicked somebody in the face. I understand. But come on. I, they kicked him in the face after it happened, or right before he yelled it. So that was a nice little offset. But that was it? I, come on. No, you should leave him laying. Make a statement. Don't just hit him and leave. Make a statement. Do what Dean Ambrose did to James Ellsworth after he cost him a title. Walk out, hit him with the finisher, leave. But make sure he's laying and looks half dead. Do that. Don't break up with him. Then we had uh, Tay Conti get a win, which is very impressive. She got a win over Nyla Rose, which is very impressive. And then um, certain people in wrestling circles said that they think this is a showing that the NXT model doesn't work. Okay. NXT went from a developmental brand to a full-scale brand to a brand with a network TV deal that does over 750,000 people a week on average who watch their show. They have wrestlers who have signed full-time contracts to not get sent to Raw or SmackDown to stay on NXT permanently. It is officially its own brand in professional wrestling, and it keeps getting better every week, and they keep showing up new talent. It's been around for years. Ten, I, I, almost 10 years at this point. Okay? It took AEW this long to find one person that came from their ranks that they didn't keep that actually had good talent, regardless of where she went. It doesn't mean NXT doesn't work, guys. It just means you were sitting there waiting for it to happen so you could have a chance to tear down NXT. Come on. I know you're tired of the WWE dominance. Sometimes I am too. But just because Tay Conti looks good outside of NXT. She's improved. She's good enough. I thought she was good in NXT too. And she's certainly gotten better. Cool, good for her. But also... Look at the division she's in. Look, Nyla Rose is good, but not great. Other than that, you got Sheeta, Riho, Britt Baker. Potentially Thunder Rosa. But I don't know if Rosa's going to be around. Rosa might be in NWA now. But that's, that's all she's got, and she's not going to face them yet. I'm sorry, Anna Jay is not that good. Abaddon needs more attention. She should get a push. Okay, Red Velvet is decent. Jade Cargill's gonna get there, but she needs time. Right now, there's no division for Tay Conte to Tay, Tay Conte to beat, for Tay Conte to beat. But but because she left NXT and is the first NXT prospect that went to AEW that worked. You want <laughs> you want to know proof that NXT might be better? Did you see Did you see Cesar Bononi wrestle Hangman Page? Horrific. Horrific. All right. That's all I got on AEW, man. I, I, I could go longer, but that's all I got. That's all I want to go for it. QT Marshall was painful, and Kingston and Moxley were the best part of the show, not to mention Scorpio Sky is getting a push. Finally, you only had to win a big ladder match to do it. When I come back, we will start looking into WWE and all the storylines going into WrestleMania and how much fun it will be. Stick around. It's going to be fun. Do you have unfiled tax returns or tax debt? Act now to protect your income and assets. Call Greg Talbot with Strategic Tax Resolution at 443-367-9000 or strategictaxresolution.com. 
Tournament time is here, and you're definitely looking to throw down a bet or two. Let BetQL help you become a better better. BetQL analyzes every bet from every tournament game and ranks them all on a scale of one to five stars. Their five-star bets are your most profitable opportunities and have shown real proven results. Look, your brackets might bust, but your bankroll doesn't have to. Visit BetQL.com March today and start your own Cinderella story. That's BetQL.com March. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. This is a legit product. The key ingredient is testophen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves yeah nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance and i need to get a complimentary bottle of nugenics no problem you just got to send them a text text tiger to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of nugenics the number one selling free testosterone booster at gnc nugenics samples are not available in stores so text tiger to 321-321 right now text t-i-g-e-r to 321-321 that's tiger to 321-321 Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm craving adventure. Thought we decided not to take a vacation this year. I was thinking about a trip to Total Wine. Let's fling into spring. They have thousands of wines, spirits, and beers to explore. We can mix up cocktails with tequilas and fruit-flavored vodkas, chardonnays, rosés, pinots, proseccos. So many choices. Oh, yeah. A trip to Total Wine is totally worth it. Wondrous selection. Helpful guides. Always low prices. Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly. B21. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. 
My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. When danger is imminent, will you be prepared? Now many mobile devices can bring you critical information from local sources you trust. With the unique sound and vibration, wireless emergency alerts keep you in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. The only way to take the best national sports talk with you anytime, anywhere, is with CBS Sports Radio 1300 on the Radio.com app. Download it today. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. This is Top of the Room. Every Monday night from 6 to 7 on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, give it up for the enforcer, Gil Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and a real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So now that I'm done complaining about AEW, I'll try not to do that next week, I promise. Let's go into WrestleMania. Man, I have a lot to get to what's coming up. Let's start with NXT. We're, pro- we're going to get Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai at Stand and Deliver. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I don't know what I want to happen more. I don't know if it would be better if EO finally loses her title and puts Raquel over big and then EO goes to the main roster or you watch her have to struggle up from the bottom again through the whole NXT women's division that's absolutely stacked. Either way, that would be, that would be good. Or I don't know if I want EO to retain to make her officially invincible and then have Raquel go to Raw or SmackDown and bolster their ranks that desperately need it over there. I think I would rather see Raquel go to the main roster because she would be more needed. Send Raquel to SmackDown so Sasha Banks and Bayley can wrestle somebody else. Same with Bianca Belair. So Sasha, Bayley, and Bianca can wrestle somebody else. Do that. Make EO the undisputed, just total, a totally unbeatable women's champion of NXT. Make it happen. And then what do you do at the next big show? At Mania. I'm sorry, at SummerSlam. What do you do? Guess what you do? Because she's getting up there a little bit, no disrespect, because they probably want to get her out of the tag team division. You have one last hurrah and a return to NXT to the last most dominant champion in NXT. Shayna Baszler, and you have Baszler have her goodbye match against Io Shirai, and you let them go for 25 minutes and have a 9.75 out of 10 banger, and Shayna can ride off into the sunset and open up an MMA gym like she wants to. I don't know if that's what she wants to do. It just seemed like a fair assumption. But why not do that? Then we have L.A. Knight is going against Bronson Reed. They'll probably have their big match at Stand and Deliver. That'll be fun. I like L.A. Knight in NXT. It's, it's Eli Drake. It's the same character under a different name. He's doing well enough, and it's a good push for Bronson. I like the opener. Cool. Let's go with it. 
Then we have Karrion uh, Cross versus Finn Balor for the NXT title. I love it. I'm excited. It's going to be back and forth. People are wondering, is Finn going to bring back the demon to actually have to deal with Cross? I hope not. He's better without the demon. Finn Balor is starting to turn the corner with me personally. I never used to be a big fan of his. I am now. I, I like what he's doing. He's just so good, I can't deny it. And he seems to get better every time he picks up a microphone. And then even better, every time he gets in the ring, they're going to have a fun match. And getting Scarlet involved was a good call. Then we have Walter versus Champa. I feel like I don't need to break this one down too much. It's going to be an absolute old school brawl that all of us can't wait to see. I'm very excited for it. Then we have the match I am looking to the forward to the most at NXT Stand and Deliver. Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar. Now, I am by no means a cruiserweight enthusiast. I very much enjoy the division, but Devlin was the champion and went overseas. Coronavirus hit. He couldn't come back, so they made him defend his title over there, which gave a great open door to guys under 205 in the UK and Europe. Then... Escobar won the title over here after the amazing reveal after he was Fuego del Fantasma or whatever the heck his name was. And then the, the stable started. Legado del Fantasma has been an amazing gimmick. Santos has been an incredible talent for NXT. I think Santos is an amazing Lucha-style wrestler. And Jordan Devlin has proven himself as one of the best products to come out of NXT UK in the entirety of the brand's history. I cannot wait to see this match go down. And now it's a ladder match. And they had HBK set it up perfectly. Walk out, throw in a ladder, walk away, all the way back to WrestleMania 10, the first ladder match ever where he and Razor Ramon fought for the undisputed Intercontinental Championship because one of them was the champion and the other one was the interim champion. And that's effectively what we have going here. It's such a fantastic call. I can't wait to see it. They are going to absolutely destroy each other in the greatest way. I am beyond excited for that match. Now let's go over to SmackDown. We have Big E and Apollo feuding. Apollo got a win over Big E last SmackDown. That was pretty impressive. I like the Apollo gimmick. I think it's a lot of fun to watch. I like that they teamed him up with the Alpha team. That was a nice switch that you wouldn't expect. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good match because they've done it before, but now it's for real with Apollo's new gimmick. I, I, I like the concept there. By the way, I hope Apollo beats him. Then, Rollins versus Cesaro. This is just going to be a good match. Just two of the best talents in WWE, and you're going to give them 11 minutes in a WrestleMania ring. Sounds good to me. Seth always delivers at Mania in a big way. Then it looks like we're going to have the Mysterios and Dirty Dogs go at it for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Okay, I have a solution to that later. Then the Universal Championship is now a triple threat. It's not Edge versus Roman Reigns anymore. It's Edge versus Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. This is a very good call. You know why? Daniel Bryan's contract is coming to an end in WWE. I don't know if he's going to hang it up or leave or whatever. But Daniel can still go like he's 10 years younger. Roman has never been a work-first guy. He's a much more deliberate, storyline-type wrestler. And no disrespect to Edge is one of the best I've ever seen, especially in my generation. But... He's got a bad neck, and he can't go like he used to or as long as he wants to. Now, I'm not saying he couldn't last. I'm saying it won't be good once you pass the 18-minute mark. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This match needed Daniel Bryan. It needs Daniel Bryan because somebody has to carry the workload rate. Somebody has to do it. Roman won't do it because that's not how he wrestles. And Edge won't do it because he physically can't. So Daniel has to be in there to do it. And I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Bryan won. I wouldn't pick him to win, but I haven't made my picks yet. I'm going to do that next week. 
on the WrestleMania preview show. That's where I make my mania picks. But who knows? But I like the triple threat. I think it was a good call. Be a better match because of it. Then Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to go at it again. I have no qualms about this, even with a short storyline time to develop, because Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn is always amazing. Let him do it again. But this time we're bringing in Logan Paul from YouTube, who is apparently a supporter of Sami Zayn's documentary. Next week he's going to show up for the premiere of the trailer of Sami's documentary. So we'll get to see Logan Paul in the WWE ring. Bad Bunny already has a match at Mania. Bow Wow did an interview with Heel Pops and Chair Shots, and he wants to come into it. Soldier Boy is talking trash to Randy Orton. I'm sorry, but all the celebrities, I can't handle it. Anyway, now let's head over to Raw. What's going on there? Asuka is going to take on Rhea Ripley. They're going to sign their contract for that match tonight on Raw. I guarantee you that's going to go swimmingly. But that's going to be a fun match. A great way for Rhea to debut. See, and I hope she doesn't wrestle until Mania. Don't put her in the ring tonight. Don't. Don't put her in the ring tonight. Or the or the Monday before Mania. Don't let Rhea wrestle. Let her make her full and only debut at Mania. Be a better call for it. Miz versus Bad Bunny. Now, this was supposed to be Miz and Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Priest. But Morrison and Priest are both injured, so they made it a singles match. Don't worry. Miz will make Bunny look like a million dollars. I'm sure Bunny's been training to get himself in, in prime shape for this. No worries. It, they'll do just fine. And if Bunny goes over, cool. Strowman versus Shane O'Mac. I'm with the rest of you. I really don't care about this one too much. I think it was a last grasp idea. Shane versus a giant at a big event. It's happened before. It's happening again. But I think the actual match will be very good. The build-up to it is just not going to be very enticing. Fiend versus Orton. I'm there. I love the Fiend. I love Randy Orton. I love the new burnt-up Fiend. I'm curious what's going to happen tonight on Raw. I bet you we see some more freaky stuff. Bring it on. And to the guy who said no supernatural stuff in wrestling, kindly leave. Kindly leave. It's called sports entertainment. I know people hate that term, but it's sports entertainment and professional wrestling. They go hand in hand. Then we have, then we have uh, again uh, on Raw, we have, the, is the Hurt Business over? I don't know. Bobby Lashley effectively pushed Benjamin and Alexander to the side after they lost in a handicap match to Drew McIntyre. So Bobby Lashley went into the locker room and said, whoever takes out McIntyre, I'll give you a title opportunity. So something's going to go down tonight, and it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see it. Speaking of the rest of tonight, the only other thing I know about Raw tonight is that Matt Riddle is supposed to face Sheamus after Sheamus hit him last week on Raw. little revenge there. And another thing, I have to bring this up. From University of Minnesota, a two-time All-American and NCAA national champion wrestler named Gable Stevenson tweeted out, I'm going to be the biggest star WWE has ever had. His brother is already training at the Performance Center, and Paul Heyman said that the brothers could be WrestleMania headliners. So keep an eye on that. His name is Gable Stevenson from University of Minnesota. And if you look at him, he posted pictures on Twitter. He's a giant ripped kid, old school wrestler from Minnesota. You know what my first thought was? He went to Minnesota. Shelton Benjamin went to Minnesota. Brock Lesnar went to Minnesota. I smell a three-man faction. That was my first thought. But nevertheless, we'll see what happens with him. Also, just some other things to mention here. Uh, Isla Dawn is getting some time on NXT UK. Good for her. I like the Jack Stars and Piper Niven combo. I think it's kind of cute. 
And why not? It's two buddies. It works out. New Japan has begun their tour for Sakura Genesis with their first show happening this morning. Uh, a quick fix for all three main roster tag team titles, Raw, SmackDown, and Women's. Just do four corner elimination matches like you did at WrestleMania 18. Just pick your four best tag teams, throw them in an elimination match, and if you don't know how to book them, have all three champions retain, but you get a good match out of it, and it'll be better than nothing. Also, uh, I have to say, Peacock censoring a lot of WWE's material, I find that a little odd, but if it's what they want to do, it's what they want to do. You're going to take a lot of the catalog out from the Attitude Era. Also, congratulations to... Congratulations to Mr. Monday Night, Rob Van Dam, who has made the WWE Hall of Fame along with the Big Red Machine, Kane, and the Great Khali. And some of you will say the Great Khali in the Hall of Fame. Really? Yes, he's basically running NXT's version, the, the, the WWE's version of NXT India. He's a multiple-time World Heavyweight Champion, and he held a big spot on SmackDown for how many years? Had a lot of matches with a lot of big names. Yeah, why not? Put Kyle in. He's done a lot for the company. Next week is the WrestleMania preview. The Stand and Deliver preview. The Impact Rebellion preview, despite that being later in the month. Also, New Japan leading up to Sakura Genesis, which is on Easter morning. Lots going down. And I might have somebody with me. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Guys, that's it for me. I'll see you next Monday for the penultimate show on CBS Radio. I'm out of here. The preceding was a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors, or affiliates. If you or a loved one is gambling as a way to escape problems, it may be time to rethink. Because if you think that gambling is the solution, then maybe it's the problem. Problem gambling is an addiction. But there is help available. It's free, confidential, and it works. All you have to do is reach out. Maryland offers free help. Just call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. We are here to help. We are the Maryland Department of Health. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. This is a legit product. The key ingredient is Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text TIGER to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics samples are not available in stores, so text TIGER to 321-321 right now. Text T-I-G-E-R to 321-321. That's Tiger to 321-321.
If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. NASCAR returns to Dover International Speedway May 14th through 16th. Tickets start at just 40 bucks, and kids' tickets are as low as $10. Be there in person and get your tickets today at DoverSpeedway.com. That's DoverSpeedway.com. Mom, I'm hungry. Popcorn? Mm. We should live stream this. Already am. With this new plan from Walmart Family Mobile, I get 40 gigabytes of high-speed data for under 40 bucks a month. It's a limited-time deal. Ooh, watch out! Loose ball! Whoa! That's double the data with no contract or surprise fees. <gasps> Yay! Buzzer beater! All powered by T-Mobile's nationwide network. Makes me feel like I'm a step ahead. Available at Walmart. Double data ends July 31st, 2021. Hotspot does not double. See terms at MyFamilyMobile.com. Walmart Family Mobile. Hi, I'm calling to schedule a shipment. Indeed knows unexpected employee turnover can turn your business upside down. Last pickup is at 7? Team, we gotta hustle. Like at Sumita's online chai company, to avoid back orders, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Jason Lock and Fora here. We started with Progress just over a year ago, and we should win an award for Comeback Lawn of the Year. So green, so lush, Progress did what the other guys could not. Progress is certified, reliable technicians know what's best for your lawn, too. And right now's the time to prevent crabgrass and fertilize for that spring growth. Save the hassle, leave it to the pros. Take it from me, having a beautiful lawn has never been easier. Call Progress today or visit ProgressLawnCare.com. What are real people saying about Skechers ArchFit footwear? Joe from Hilton Head says, excellent product. I need arch support, and these shoes have it. Joe, Skechers ArchFit don't just have arch support. They have podiatrist-certified arch support that was developed with over 20 years of data. These shoes are great for virtually everybody. Next, Pete from New York writes, great for walking. I stand a lot of work, and the ArchFit keeps me comfortable. My feet don't feel tired at the end of the day. Okay, Pete gets it. He's walking, working, just limited sketches, ArchFit. And since ArchFit is the ultimate solution for all-day comfort, his feet still feel good after a long, long day. Now let's hear what Retired for Life from Florida has to say. Bought these for use as everyday wear shoes. The Arch support is amazing. All right, look, she's getting the support she needs, and she's also sneaky smart wearing these every day because Skechers ArchFit are machine washable, so you can keep them looking great no matter how much you wear them. She's a genius. Feel for yourself what everybody's raving about. Find podiatrist certified Skechers ArchFit at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. 
You heard you could save big when you bundle home an auto with Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw a link for a survey about which type of bread you are. And now you're on question 17, barely scratching the surface of your bread identity. You always thought of yourself as a brioche, but are you actually more of a pumpernickel? Ah, yes. They said it was easy to save money bundling with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. It all starts with just one thing. For spring gardening, use natural fertilizer made from grass clippings and kitchen scraps and natural pesticides made from things like eucalyptus oil. Find tips and more at OneThingUS.com. What's your one thing? This is Baltimore CBS Sports Radio 1300, 24-7 sports. WJZAM Baltimore, WJZAM FM HD3, Catonsville, Baltimore, a Radio.com station.